You are listening to the Moms Full Circle Podcast, a place for moms or moms-to-be to come together and support one another, laugh together, maybe cry together, ask your most random baby questions to judgment-free, and tune in to hear all things motherhood. As a mama myself, I know the importance of having a tribe to lean on during this wild ride. I hope this podcast will do that for you too. So grab a cup of coffee or maybe a glass of wine, probably the video monitor too, and let's dive in. Hey you guys, welcome back to the Mom's Full Circle Podcast. Today I am riding solo. We have had lots of wonderful guests on here, but it's been a minute since I've been on here by myself. So if you are new to the podcast, I'm the host, Caroline Prestano. I am a certified personal trainer, certified nutrition coach, uh, teacher, and a girl mom. It is my first. And yeah, here we are. So I'm going to be honest with you. I am podcasting in my bedroom right now. So we're going to hope that, you know, audio comes out good and all that good stuff. But Keith is working downstairs. Soph is taking her nap. I got the dogs with me. So we're set up. We're comfy and we're going to see how this goes. So if you are new here, then I would highly encourage you after this episode to take a look back and save, download um, some of my past episodes with guests. We have had a whole gamut of people on here really covering all realms of motherhood, even um, coming all the way back to things in pregnancy. So prenatal exercise, prenatal nutrition, and then all the way through pregnancy into birth. And we've covered a lot of topics postpartum and um, in just motherhood in general. So I'm having a lot of fun with this. Selfishly, I'm learning a lot because I'm right in the thick of it with a four and a half month old right now. So yeah, I would encourage you to go back, download, listen, subscribe while you're here and reach out to me. I would love to hear, you know, that you're there, that you're listening and what other things you're wondering about as a mom, because I kind of want this to be a community of mamas and a place that you can come to learn and grow and feel like you're just not in this journey, you know, by yourself. So yeah, that's my little intro, I guess, to myself today. But I wanted to cover on something that really I've actually been reflecting on a lot lately in my own journaling and my own self-reflection. And it's that phrase, give yourself grace, right? We see it all over the internet. People say it to us face to face. And especially I think in pregnancy and in postpartum, we're hearing this phrase a lot, but I'm not sure we actually take the time to think about what it means when we're saying it to other people or when we're receiving it from other people. So I kind of wanted to touch on that in my own journey and explain, I guess, what it means to me and sort of how I felt when people would tell me that. Um, But before we dive into that, let's just do a quick little update because it has been a while since I have had just me on here. So Sophia is now about four and a half months old, which is just insane to me. I know that some of you listening probably have older kids and you're just, you know, laughing because time's going to go by so fast, but time is flying with her and it is so much fun. Honestly, I feel like each month that she gets a little bit older, it becomes just a little bit more fun with her because her little personality is shining through. She's doing things like smiling and babbling and giggling and it's just you know, she's not this little thing that just sleeps anymore, which parts of that I miss, like the snuggles and all of that. But it's been really fun these last couple of months to really see her personality come through. 
Um, like I said at the beginning, I am full-time a special ed teacher, but I was fortunate enough to extend my maternity leave a little bit longer so that I could be home with Sophia a little bit longer, which I am just so grateful and thankful for because I wasn't feeling ready to go back. Not that I'm sure you ever feel ready, but, um, if I had the opportunity to be able to soak in more time with her, then I would absolutely take it. So that's what I'm doing. And the gym is going really well. So if you don't know, Keith and I, my husband and I, um, own a gym locally that's athlete-focused, athlete-centered. We've been open for about a year. It'll be a year um, in October that we've been open. And now that I've extended my leave, um, I'm able to do a little bit of the back-end stuff here for Keith because organization is not necessarily his forte, so we're kind of building on each other's strengths here, and that's been really cool to kind of partner up with him and work on some of those things. So that's what's going on at our house. Um, dog mom failure. I missed Lily's birthday, which again, if you followed us for a while, you know that we're obsessed with our dogs and her birthday was like a month ago and I just figured it out today. So I'm really like kicking myself over that and feeling badly. I'm sure that she's really upset with us too. Um, so updates on all fronts with everybody in our family. It's all good. I did release the mom's full circle workouts, which is a subscription based workout program that has been in the works in my mind for quite a while now. So what I ended up doing was creating, I wanted something that was going to be like full videos where I'm doing the workouts with you because the point is these are the workouts I'm doing in my postpartum journey too and I don't know about you guys but when I'm taking a class I feel way more motivated when the instructor is like doing it with me and I see them struggling too it just feels more authentic more real more motivational so that's what I wanted. That's what I've created. It is a workout program where you're going to get five workouts each week. So my split is an upper body day and then a lower body day is in there and two full body days and a cardio and core day. Um, there is a pretty heavy emphasis on core in this program, even in those upper and lower body movements, because postpartum as mamas, we definitely lose some core strength. So kind of working on building that back up, but also more functionally using it just in like everyday movements too, is something that we touch on. So that's kind of the basis of what it is. You get that whole on-demand video library, new workouts every single week, and they just keep refreshing. And then you also get to keep the workouts that you've already done from past weeks to access at any time. So that has been something that's been kind of in my mind for a while now, and I'm having so much fun creating it and doing these workouts with you guys and hearing from you guys, you know, how it's going for you. The main goal of this program is not just the physical weight loss of it and not just the physical strength building of it, but I want you to get the mental benefits. So taking time for yourself, getting self-care in your day and prioritizing your own health, but also mentally feeling those benefits, whether it's in your clarity, whether it's in your anxiety levels, or if you are struggling with postpartum depression, um, or you are feeling isolated in some way. So it's been really cool to have people reach out and notice that mentally they're noticing these benefits already, even in just week two or week three. So 
really excited to continue to see where that goes. If you guys are interested in checking that out, I'm going to put a link in the show notes here where you can go check out the subscription and you can also take a look at my Instagram page, which will be in the show notes. And I put some examples on there of what the workouts look like as well. So that's that kind of on my little update front, but let's move on to what I wanted to talk about today. And that's that topic of giving yourself grace. So I don't know about you, but when I was pregnant, I heard it a lot and pretty immediately postpartum, I heard it a lot and I would even tell it to myself, but I don't think I knew what I meant by it. And I think I was just trying to say it because it was supposed to make me feel better. And I finally today for four and a half months postpartum really got to thinking about what does that mean and how do we do it? Why do we do it? Right? So kind of looking back on my own individual postpartum journey, um, my birth experience was certainly not what I envisioned, is it ever, right? But um, there is a podcast episode about my birth story a little while back, so I would encourage you to go listen to that. It was, I know everybody probably says this, but it was honestly wild. Um, It was a full weekend experience, and in the end, we ended up having an unplanned C-section, and yeah, definitely not what I envisioned. And mentally I was not prepared for that. Um, I was so, so happy that Sophia was safe and she was healthy and she was able to come out in a safe way. But for me, I had a lot of guilt and anxiety, um, in the days and weeks following that experience because it's not how I thought it would happen. And I went from being really active in my pregnancy to pretty much immobile and totally reliant on Keith to be able to do things like get me a cup of coffee or help me to get out of bed to go to the bathroom or bring Sophia to me. And that was really difficult. And that was when I kept hearing and telling myself that give yourself grace phrase. And I struggled. I didn't want to give myself grace. I just wanted to be able to go back to the way that things were. Um, I was really inflamed and really full of fluids. So even just walking and bending my legs was like a task. And it was really hard for me to envision getting to a place where I would ever be able to work out again or ever be able to go on long walks again or go for a run again. It just in my mind felt like it was going to be a really long time until I got there again. And that was really upsetting. Um, as somebody that uses exercise as an outlet for stress and a form of self-care, I was feeling a little lost as to how to prioritize that self-care and manage my stress and anxiety when I couldn't do the one thing I had always relied on. So Little by little, um, I would say by day like three, four, because we were in the hospital for a couple of days too, I started prioritizing just getting up in the morning before Sophia was up and having a cup of coffee in bed with Keith, taking a shower and putting on a little bit of makeup. And just those three little things really became like my golden time. It was my self-care time. It was the time that I was prioritizing myself just even by taking a shower. And I felt like I could kind of set up my day on that foot. If I couldn't have my workout, this was like my good way to just kind of wake myself up, have that time with Keith, get clean and pull myself a little bit together. Even if I still put sweats back on, I had some makeup on, I did something with my hair, usually braids. And I just felt like some semblance of 
self-care because I was devoting that time to myself. And it honestly made all the difference for those first couple weeks. That's really just all I could do. And then from there, I was able to kind of gradually add a little bit more as my body felt up to it. So keep going with that morning routine, but then maybe start working on a little bit of breath work or pelvic floor work, which again, for me, it was a good few weeks before I felt ready for that because of my incision and my scar from the C-section. It just didn't feel right and I didn't want to push it. So that took a little time before I could add that in. But once I did add that in, that almost felt like exercise to me, right? So I was getting those like 10 minutes of breath work and pelvic floor work and I would put it in a different part of my day. So if I did kind of that morning routine, maybe later in the afternoon or in the evening, I would do this pelvic floor work and that felt like another form of self-care for me again. Um, And then again, I could kind of progress from there. So I was able to start adding walks into my day. And at first, uh, it was frustrating for sure, because I was used to keeping a good pace when I walked during pregnancy. And you can imagine my pace was so slow when I first got back out there. So to give you guys an idea of what I mean, within that first like week of postpartum, um, we have a pool club in our neighborhood and we drove down to the pool club because it's about a half mile from our house. And I just knew I wasn't going to make it. It was downhill and then uphill to get home. We parked the car, brought the stroller, obviously, and Sophia. And we walked probably not even a quarter of a mile. And our pace was like 35 minute mile pace. And at first I felt so defeated. And then I kind of had to switch my perspective and say, am I doing this for exercise or am I doing this for healing and mental health? And once I flipped that perspective, it got a little bit better each time. And yes, from there, like my pace did pick up a little bit and it wasn't until I would say about, I don't know probably two months ago that I really felt like I could keep a good pace with my walk. So it was a good couple months of a slow pace, a shorter walk. And when you take the stress off of it, like being an exercise or being a weight loss means, it totally flips the switch. So it turned into this time that I craved that I could be outside, I could get some vitamin D, I could listen to a podcast, but in turn, I could also feel myself healing more effectively with the C-section because I was moving. So again, another form of self-care. And then gradually, as I was released to work out again, of course, exercise became that form of self-care again, and I'm able to incorporate different types of self-care kind of throughout my day depending on what sounds good to me because my body is really feeling back to kind of quote-unquote normal I guess um so yeah that was kind of I guess my journey but it got me thinking about that give yourself grace and I definitely in the moment of that progression of self-care was not thinking about giving myself grace there was still a lot of thoughts of when am I going to be able to work out again? When is my body going to function better again? When will I move faster again? And I kind of wish, well, I guess I don't wish because I don't want to say that I regret anything because it did kind of play out the way it did for a reason. But if I had had the understanding back then of what it meant to give myself grace, I think I could have really soaked in more 
of what I was able to do in those times and be proud of my body and be proud of the mental, um, what am I trying to say? Like the mental benefits that I was bringing to myself. And now I can definitely look back and say like, wow, I'm really proud of how far I've come. You know, look at me one week postpartum and then look at me now. And I don't mean that in a physical way. I'm where I don't mean that in a, in a looks way, like a weight loss way, but in the physical way, as far as how I can function and move and what my endurance looks like, it's a little bit mind boggling. So I guess it gets me to thinking like, how can we really focus on understanding that phrase of give yourself grace and apply it to our lives? And maybe it's not in a postpartum experience or a pregnancy experience, but this idea of give yourself grace, like it's going to be okay. It's not always going to be like this. You're not always going to be perfect or on or exactly the way that you think you should be. And unfortunately, society, social media, even ourselves put this pressure on to feel like we do always have to be on. And to give yourself grace is kind of considered lazy or like giving up. I know that's what I thought that it was. But in reality, this idea of giving yourself grace is really being flexible because self-care in this scenario is going to ebb and it's going to flow. It's not always going to be the same thing for you regardless of your reasoning. It's not always going to be available to you in that way. So how can you show up for yourself, prioritize yourself and your health in a way that works for the season of life that you're in without feeling like you're giving up, without feeling like you're throwing in the towel or you're not, you know, doing everything that you could possibly do? Um, That's just you know, something that's really hit me hard lately that it's not all about that one thing and being 100% perfect and 100% on. It's really about just showing up for yourself every single day, prioritizing yourself every single day, whether it's a five-minute self-care routine or a 45-minute self-care routine. It doesn't really matter what it is. It just has to be something that can work for you in the season of life that you're in. But also understand that if you go through a period where you struggle to get that self-care in or you have to change what self-care looks like to give yourself grace. Um, I think it's just this phrase that gets thrown around so easily without a lot of meaning behind it or a lot of understanding behind it. And when we really sit and we reflect and we think about what that means in our own individual situations like I did today kind of hits you in the face like I'm expecting myself to be perfect all of the time and I get upset or frustrated with myself if I'm not where I want to be right now that instant gratification right and a we have to question is it really realistic and b does it really matter so that's kind of where I'm at right now with reflecting and looking back on these past however many four four and a half months and hoping that this connects with somebody, whether they're in a pregnancy journey, a postpartum journey, or they've been in postpartum for a long time, give yourself some grace, but also really stop and reflect and think about what does that mean in your life? Why is it relative in your life right now? And understand that you're not lazy. You're not throwing in the towel. You're not a failure. You are amazing and strong, and we have to learn to be flexible in these self-care journeys that we're on. 
So if this episode resonated with you today, I'd love to hear from you. If you're struggling with finding what self-care looks like for you, I'd love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram and I will put that all in the show notes. But I do hope that this was kind of helpful for you today. Like I always say in my solo episodes, this was kind of like my own little therapy and reflection session. So I love doing it selfishly for myself too. But point is to build a community of mamas. So let's do just that. And I will catch you guys in the next one. If you enjoyed today's episode of the Moms Full Circle podcast, be sure to hit subscribe so you can stay up to date with all of our new episodes. I'm always looking to expand my tribe. So please reach out. You can find me at Caroline underscore Prestano on social media. I can't wait to connect with you and I'll catch you in the next episode.